Greetings and welcome back to the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. I, I, man, this is this is crazy. I'm at a loss for words. First episode went up, intro went up. And if you're here right now, that means you've been rocking with the movement and you weren't too uncomfortable on that last episode. Um, I appreciate all the love we've been getting. Um, all, the, all the plays, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. And... I don't take it lightly. Every every single one of you, I want you to know I, I appreciate this from the bottom of my heart. Also, I want to thank everybody for the birthday wishes this past week. Twenty eight. It's gonna be it's gonna be definitely a movie this year, ladies and gents. And you're gonna be sitting right in the audience looking and watching. And I can't wait. Um, so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and jump right on in today. Today we're talk about a novel. Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Uh, that took me a minute to get. <laughs> that name was a doozy, um, but definitely a great read. This is a this is one um, that's written during the Biafran War out in Nigeria. It's a fiction. It's a it's a contemporary Nigerian love story, and it is following Ifemlu and Obenz as they travel the world and deal with racism relationships and identity um like i said because it's a novel i'm not going to be talking about the plot of the book uh, of the book that's not that's not the discussion today we're going to talk about the themes that's within americana and we're going to generate the conversation that way it's it's i don't want to be a spoiler like i said in the intro i don't want to be a reason for you not to you know pick up a book because you already know what happens now i hope that you listen to this and you you might feel compelled in yourself to go and check out the book um but let's go ahead and jump right on in the first the first thing that's prevalent in americana is race and racism now if you watched or if you listened to um episode one you know where I stand on racism. I hope that you know everybody can live cohesively. I want everybody to be able to to look at their fellow man and love them as the next being. Um, of course, we're not always going to agree with the next man's motives, but nobody's perfect, and we we don't need to be so so crucial on the next man because they're so different. Um, you know, I I still fat. It, it's hard to fathom some days that racism was a real thing. Yeah, I know that's a crazy thing to say, but it's it's just wild to me that a group of people literally felt so entitled that they can exclude black people or felt that black people were so inferior that they didn't deserve the same liberties as them. That's just that's just absurd to me. But even even in today's age, it's it's still prevalent. Like we said, the signs may not be up. Whites only um, for for Negroes, but the signs are definitely there, and we can still feel the sting of racism today. Um, and that that kind of segues into cultural criticisms. Um, I was reading not too long ago how really the United States is the laughing stock of the world. Like how um, our history as a whole, you know, we it was some atrocities. You know, it was slavery, reconstruction, the the desolation and the demolition, the 
dem, yeah, is that a word? Demolition, the demolishing of of you know various towns and cities. It's it's been our track record sucks, and other countries have seen that. And this next theme I'm gonna talk about is cultural criticisms. Um, though the United States has its flaws, you know, every country has its flaws. Every country is unique in its own way. And it's not our job to be critical of another person or their their culture. For the simple fact that, you know, since America is a big-ass melting pot and everybody who came over here um, originated as a immigrant, you know, regardless if you were born here, your bloodline nine times out of ten originated from some different country. Your ancestors came to this country to either find a better life or to make life hell for the next person. Either which way, you know, historically, we're not all from this land. Unless you're a Native American, then you you got room to argue. Um, but other than that, you know, we we we've derived from these various locations, and those cultures have followed us. You know, everybody has their own different practices. Everybody doesn't eat the same thing. Everybody doesn't pray the same amount of times a day. And you know, that's the beauty of America. Everybody's different. All of these different cultures intermingling, and it's our duty to experience and to you know accept all of these different cultures you don't have to you know you don't have to practice you don't have to be an active muslim buddhist christian you don't have to have certain eating habits you don't have to do just what everybody else is doing but be be aware you know that you don't get to criticize other people because as you're criticizing somebody, they may very well be criticizing you. And you wouldn't like that because everybody got an ego. Everybody everybody had, wants to feel validated. So why do you feel like you can talk down on somebody else? You so elite? And I say I say you, but I mean we as a as a whole, I, mean, I don't have no glass house. I'm I'm no I'm nobody's perfect person. But Keep it, keep it funky. Like, if you ever felt that you could, I felt I could once or twice in my lifetime, and I've checked myself. But if you listen to this and you feel that you have the ability to talk about somebody because they're different from you, I just want to know how. How you come to that conclusion? And has anybody told you otherwise? If not, I'm present. Well, how, how do you do that? But, nah. Cultural criticism. We we gotta we gotta accept people for who they are. Everybody's different. Don't don't feel like you you so high and mighty that you could do that. All right. Next topic. Identity. If you listen to this, I want you to want you to ask yourself, who am I? No, I don't mean what's your name, what's your social, anything like that. Literally, who are you? What what's the makeup of your being? Um, how do you tolerate people? What are your traumas? What are your triggers? What is it that, you know, just sets your, your teeth on ass? What really chaps your ass? Who are you? How far are you willing to be benevolent? How, how much are you willing to give before you say, all right, nah, what's up? Are you the person that's gonna let somebody stay with you for three weeks? on it or are you the person like you got a couple hours or a couple days and you got to be up out of here what's your what's your flow what's your mindset are you a quitter or are you a 
Do you have a stick to about you? This is no attack on anybody, but again, these are these are questions I'm asking because when it comes to your identity, you have to know, you know, what you will tolerate, what's your boundaries. Because if you don't, then life is gonna take you on a roller coaster and you ain't gonna know how to handle it. I can honestly tell you that, you know, this time in the past, you know, few months to a year, you know, it's I've had to identify who I am because you know, with the transitioning of my mom, that that was the most difficult thing that I could ever deal with. But if I didn't know who I was, if I didn't know my faith, if I didn't know that one my mom's in a, or if I didn't believe, you know, that my mom's in a better place, or that she, um, I'ma see her again one day. That there, that there is this heaven where she she's residing this this serene blissful existence in a different dimension that she's residing then okay cool yeah it hurt like hell that she ain't here but i know or i believe that it's not the end this isn't this isn't the end and in situations like that relationships you have to you gotta know you know who you are in relationships that just popped in my head not to not to be abrupt but you got to know who you are in dealing with that because that'll take you on a toll too and you will lose yourself in a relationship if you don't know who you are yeah that's noted just wanted to put that out there but back to me you know if i didn't know who i was that could have took me off the deep end marrying my mom that 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 was difficult enough but you know you 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 can't wait until you get to those life-changing moments to try to figure out who you are i've been on this journey of self-discovery for some time now and i've had to acquire certain knowledge and you know have certain experiences to to gain this anchor of foundation of faith so that i wouldn't lose my shit because i lost my mom you probably, if you listen, you've probably been through a similar thing. You probably lost a loved one very close to you. And you can you can attest to how that throws your world into a whirlwind. If you haven't and you're fortunate enough to have your parents, your siblings, and people that's close around you, cherish that. Cherish those memories. Because once they're gone, those memories are all you have. And if you don't have good ones and if you don't have enough to hold you, it'll drive you crazy. But the fact that I know that my mama was proud of me, that she loved me, and that, you know, I was her baby boy, that, that, can't nobody take that away from me. And that's going to be with me until the day I take my last breath. And at that point, I hope to see her again and be with her. So when it comes to identity, you got to know who you are. If any of this just shook you at any point, like you, I implore you, look inside yourself and do a self-evaluation. Who am I? What what am I about? Because that's all you're gonna have. You you're you're with you the most out of the day out of anybody else. You are with you. There's a book I read that said wherever you go, there you are. We're gonna talk about that. I love that book. But that shit is real. It's you. You looking in the mirror. You gotta be peaceful with yourself. And you only have peace when you're secure in your identity. Alright? Next topic, romantic love. 
Now, I'm married. So anytime I think about romantic love, I, I automatically think about my wife. Um, April has shown me what selfless love is. Um, she she does not hesitate to to be of assistance not only to me but to her family. She she's she's definitely a servant-hearted person, and that's what it takes to have a romantic love. You have to be selfless, and you have to not so much as servitude, but you have to be willing to assist and serve your partner. You know, of course, you you if it's a good relationship, it'll be reciprocated tenfold. But to make anything work, you got to put your work in. So before you worry about the big picture, make sure you yourself is doing what's what you're requesting. If you want to be romanced, have you romanced your partner? If you want to be communicated to, have you communicated that with your partner? If you want to have sex, have you sexed your partner? Like. Don't be so one-sided thinking this gimme, gimme, gimme. No, you got to give you, give you, give you as well. You can't just, you can't just be looking for the next um, gift or favor or token materialized. No, you got to, when it comes to romantic love, you definitely have to be willing to sacrifice. Love is not easy, ladies and gents. If you think that it's shits and giggles, lilies and roses, I'm here to tell you that you are sadly mistaken. Nah, love is like another job. That shit is work. Because you are literally choosing another person. You are literally choosing to put that person ahead of you to make sure that y'all straight. Of course, maintain your individuality by all means because your yourself doesn't need to be compromised for another person but it's not just you when it's in a relationship and of course i was a strong advocate for single to marry but even in that regard if you're gonna marry somebody you gotta practice like you're gonna play you can't you can't say oh i'm gonna be a hoe right now but once i'm in the house we scrape nah because once you a hoe you're gonna continue to be having whole tendencies and that's that's no shade to nobody else that's just a true fact because we're creatures of habit yeah we can break we can break habits all day long but if that's the mentality you have you're not gonna keep that same mentality once you say them vows i i can i can almost guarantee you that and even if even if you do go into your marriage or your relationship with that fucked up mentality something crazy is going to happen and that's going to either shake you and you're going to realize what you had and by, and you might have lost it by then. Or, you know, you, you, you might get your shit together. But other than that, you know, you got to you gotta practice like you play. And when it comes to romantic love, you don't have, I mean, you, you got few rooms for error. <laughs> so make sure you know yourself. Again, identity. Make sure you know yourself. If you know you ain't trying to be in no relationship, don't try to be in nobody's relationship. If you know that you trying to be, you know, committed to one person, make sure the person you trying to commit to trying to be committed. Don't try to don't try to make a whole housewife. That, you know, that used to be a funny old saying, but that shit real. Like don't don't try to make somebody that they aren't. If you know that this person told you I ain't trying to be in no relationship when they meet you, I'd advise you to listen to what they talking about and not try to, you know, act on what you thought you heard. You meant that you think that they meant with anybody else, but they want to be with you. Nah, them, they said no relationship. Take that to heart and see if what it is, not for what you want it to be. But romantic love, it could be beautiful too. 
even though it's a struggle, it's beautiful because you have this one person that, you know, you can share your life with. You can talk about your dreams with. That's not going, you know, talk down on you. If they really love you, they're not going to talk down on you. They may be able to give you constructive criticisms, but they're not going to they tear you down, you know, and deter you from your dreams. April has many adventures that's going on right now, and I support her. We had that conversation when we first got married, like, I understand, you know, you have you have your projects going on. I want you to thrive. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and suppress you and your dreams because, you know, what I think I need to be doing or what needs to be done. Nah, we are a team. Go ahead and kick it, do what you need to do, and we're gonna make sure shit's straight. I I in turn, you know, I got the podcast, I do, you know, some little paintings if you see, little commissions, but you know, we support each other in what needs to be done. And it takes that 50-50 give when it comes to romantic relationships to make the thing work. If you if you gonna be ass out because your significant other got a good venture or they a business owner or something of that nature, then you not gonna it's not gonna work because you so you so entitled and you you not a game a team player. What's what's gonna be the point of your relationship? You gonna become bitter, you gonna start complaining and that's going to impact just you. It's going to impact that person. And y'all going to end up separating unless y'all come to a common ground. And even again, it's compromise. You're not going to get everything you want. Stop thinking you're going to get everything you want. It's not going to happen. If you get everything you want in your relationship, your person's probably cheating on you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you, you, you got to expect some type of compromise in a good, faithful relationship. Nah, I ain't saying go check your your dude or your girl. Nah, I ain't trying to break up no happy home, but just keep it funky. You got to expect some type of compromise. And if you demand, 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 you getting shortchanged somewhere. So keep that in mind. <coughs> Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. Separation versus connection. That kind of ties in to romantic love. Because, you know, when it comes to separation and connection, you got to ask yourself, and identity, you got to ask yourself, am I ready for a relationship, like a long-distance relationship? Am I, am I okay with a person being 3,000 miles away plus? That's just an example. Like, when I think long-distance, I do think a few states over, but, you know, just an example. 3,000 across the country, are you willing to do that? Or do you need to be up under your your significant other? Do you need to be able to pull up, or do you are you okay with having the schedule and wait for them to come home, or until the next trip? If you don't know that, then again you're gonna get into that relationship, and you're gonna find out very quickly that this isn't what you want. And now things have to go south because you wasn't sure, or y'all wasn't sure for that matter, of what y'all wanted to do. And, I've, and again, don't do something because somebody else wants you to do it. When you're securing your identity, you're not going to just bend that much. If you do it, you're willing. But if it's something that you don't want to do, don't succumb to the peer pressure of a significant other because that shit is real. It's called manipulation um, of someone else because you... Want to keep people around. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. I'm not going to do something because you want me to do it. No. If I do something, 
It's because I want to do it. I genuinely want to do it. I want to help you. I want to see you happy. But just because it's something you want me to do, and then if you expect me to do it, yeah, you'll come up disappointed with me. I, I don't I don't do that. But no. Separation versus connection. You does the heart grow fonder with absence? Does absence make the heart grow fonder? Um I again it, it depends. Me personally, if my wife's going on a trip, yeah, I'm gonna miss her after a couple of days. <laughs> I'm gonna appreciate her presence, you know, in her absence. Um now if she doing a 25 year bid and depending on what that's a different story <laughs> now if you went in for the honor of our family or something like that yes my your absence will make my heart grow fonder because i know you did that for us but if you did something that doing some stupid shit and now you booked for a quarter of a century <clears throat> i don't know baby you might need to reevaluate some things yeah that sounds shady but whatever, like, nah, you you didn't think enough of us if you went out this hunt reckless to be booked for quarter century or a long bit for like that. I, I can't get with that. You didn't you didn't consider the situation or our relationship before you did it. There you go again with love. Love is not a, a feeling. Love is an action. Love is you actively considering someone else. Someone else's feelings, someone's perspective, someone's standing in your life. You're not just going, if your significant other is deadlocked or not relocating from their hometown, if you go and accept a job in Milwaukee or something like that, then you don't care about your relationship. You knew from jump they weren't trying to go nowhere, but you still said, let me set my sights elsewhere. Forget what they talk about. This is what I want to do. That's not that's not love, ladies and gents. That is that's I don't know what that's called, but that's not love. And people people do that shit every day, and I don't get it. That's one of the first conversations I had with my wife. Like, would she would she be willing to move if opportunity arose and we came to our decision? And that's that. But you know, people don't have that conversation. People don't have those type of. Um, um, dialogues when they first get together, they don't they don't really think about it. But you get in that relationship and you want to move if you want to, and you see how that person react. But nah, this this book overall was definitely one that gives a perspective of trying to make it internationally, like. I'll give you a little bit of the plot. They, Obans and the Femalu, they had to go off and leave Africa trying to make a better better life for themselves. But, you know, things just didn't go as planned that they ended up together abroad. But, you know, life happens. And you'll see how it ends when, when you read it. But it that roller coaster they had to go through to, you know, be in a relationship or stay, stay in contact it was difficult and ladies and gents if you're trying to be in a long distance relationship those of you who have can attest it's difficult because you're in different time zones different schedules and it's 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 going to take communication um and you have to be willing to make that work 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 make it work 
And if you're not willing to make it work, put it down and let somebody else do it. That's real. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up for the day, ladies and gents. It was a this was a, a homily of an episode, but it was definitely still, you know, a conversation worth having. Um we we have to stop being so critical of other people. Racism, all of that. Like I I just can't see it. Yeah, I, I, I said in episode one that I don't see color as a crazy um, cliche, but for real, like, though I see race, I, I still see human hearts. I still see people for who they are. And that's that's the most important thing when it comes to this thing called humanity. You have to see people for their heart and not just their appearance. They didn't ask to be that, born that way. They didn't ask to be, you know, male, female, whatever, or however they, well, I'm guessing they can choose how they identify these days, but, you know, they didn't ask to be born in this, in certain catchments, so it's, stop being so critical, know who you are, explore your identity, be secure in your identity, make sure that you know your boundaries, your limits, your traumas, your triggers, those are the things that make you you. What is it that you love to do? What is it that you don't love to do? Find it out. If you don't know it, if you don't know the answers to those, that's fine. A lot of people don't. A lot of people will go through their lives and and not know. But I read somewhere they said, what we think is the process is really your purpose. Look at where you are in your life right now. Look how you're reacting to what's going on in your life right now. Are you stressing or are you in a... A tranquil state where you giving it to God or your spiritual, you know, realm, whoever you believe in. Are you up in arms about what's to come or are you resting in the fact that you know that you can't change tomorrow and you can only be in today? Know your identity, everyone. Get to know you because you're with you all the time. Um, romantic love. Be, <clears throat> be open to love. Don't don't shy away from love. Though love is hard, it's so beautiful. And when you experience it, that it makes it all worthwhile. You know, if you're not, if you don't want to be in love or in relationships, still experience relationships. Um, you know, with other people. Um, you know, and on a platonic level, I ain't gonna say just sexual because that that can always kind of go for the left. But um, yeah experience of love some sort of love and you know know if you want to be separate or if you want to have that connection or if your connection is conflicted by separation you know even and i did i did not i didn't mention you know even friendships long distance friendships that can always you know take a toll too my homie off in what up trey um, I think he out in Kentucky. I always get that confused, Kentucky, Tennessee. He's in Kentucky. And, I mean, we don't talk every day, but that's still my boy. And when I do get up with him and talk to him, you know, um, it's still love. It ain't a different time zone, I don't think, but it's still, you know, that's that's different. You don't know what, what he got going on in a couple states away, you know, whereas I know what my partner's doing in the same city. You still have to, you still gotta try to maintain those relationships if they're worth it. Um, 
yeah this is this was a good episode so we can go ahead and wrap it up for today ladies and gents great great conversation can't wait for the next one I appreciate y'all again for coming and tuning in, kicking it with me at the O2Lit Podcast. Um, just just catching vibes and, and chilling with me. Um, again, I appreciate everybody who has supported thus far. Um, it's, it's really up. It's really like that. So um, until next time, ladies and gents, stay lit.